Almost 20 years after the corporate balloon he helped inflate burst, I still don't know what to think about Adelphia Communications founder John Regas, who died this week at the age of 96. I worked for him for a couple of years, just before he was sent to federal prison, and the company he founded was bankrupted. It was a bizarre moment, sitting in my Adelphia middle manager's office and watching video of him being let off in handcuffs on the NBC Nightly News, with the reporter making reference to Adelphia's management team being arrested. Somewhat chilling, since that could have described me at that point. The arrest and ensuing bankruptcy forced me to lay off a handful of friends and co-workers because they were hired by the company using the convoluted process that was a part of Adelphia's shell game style of bookkeeping. In the end, my job and the jobs of all of my friends at the Empire Sports Network and WNSA Radio and many at the Buffalo Sabres were lost. I was mostly unemployed for a year. I personally lost thousands of dollars in talent fees and retirement earnings. Many lost much, much more. But as far as Mr. Regis himself, that honorific Mr. still feels appropriate. In each of my many personal interactions with Mr. Regis, I always found him to be a warm, kind, and humble person. After his arrest, though, little things started to make sense. The story I most often tell about Mr. Regis is the time that I went to his office to interview him for something that we were doing on the radio. He was gracious and welcoming to me. Also in the room were two executive managers whose salaries were both well into six figures. As Mr. Regis and I made small talk before the interview started, he excused himself from our conversation and called over a quarter million dollars worth of vice presidents by using their first names and asked, can one of you get me a cup of coffee? The two men, with very important high-ranking jobs and tremendous responsibility within the company, nearly killed one another racing for the door to be able to get the boss his cup of coffee first. The whole ordeal felt sinister and abusive in that moment, and it was proven that this incident was reflective of the way that the company was run all the time. I learned a lot from Mr. Regis and from working within the corporate structure he lorded over. Nearly all of it was the way not to do things. There was what I can only imagine to have been genuine personal kindness to me, to my face. But that doesn't seem to mesh with the ruthlessness with which he and his family played with and damaged the lives of their employees, including many of my friends and many of those who are listening right at this moment. May perpetual light shine upon his soul. May we also learn from the selfishness, greed, and power thirst that knocked him from his great heights. Wondering how I got here, I'm Steve Seashawn.